It would be fun to have a theme song. Could we could do it a cappella. How could we do it like? We're missing all the good stuff. We're already like totally rolling, and we're gonna turn this thing on, and we're gonna be a dud. No, it's already on. We are rolling. Oh, we're rolling. Ruby James and Zach Vogel joining us here on Laying It On Thick. Thank you both for coming. Thanks for having Say us. Say something. Yes, we're in here. Hey, thanks for having us. Of the brand new band Sinners and Saints, and of course, always joined by Dan Smurs. Hello, Dan Smurs, ladies and gentlemen. Dan Smurs always here. <laughs> I like this <laughs> golf clap. I can already tell this is going to be a very fun podcast. Um, so I guess it's up to you two, but since we mentioned Sinners and Saints. Let's talk about the the concept of that band and your upcoming gig that we're promoting on this podcast. Husbies, uh, yeah. next Friday, June twenty fifth. It's our 25th. second gig, eight to eleven p.m. Super excited. That's accurate. In the garage outside. Yes. Oh yeah. Where all their music is now. That's a that's a, such a wonderful venue. Oh my god, man! And they've expanded the stage as we we're telling you when you so graciously. Filled in for our band. Yeah. That was I'm wonderful s- also. Thanks for having me do that one. Well, that was... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So sad the, I missed that. The big country unit. Oh, yeah. It's fun. The I, was a, I was a member. I yeah. was a member of the unit. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are. <laughs> you forever will be a member in my heart, man. <laughs> so, Sinners and Saints, uh, what's the concept here and how, how did it come about? Uh, well, Zach and I have been playing together for like some years now. I mean, it's actually been some years. Like a lot of years. Like a lot of years. And I don't know how he still tolerates me, but I'm so (laughs) glad that he gets me because he does and it's great. And, um, and we've been talking about that. I don't know, like we came up with the name and it was such a good name and it's like for years we've been discussing it and then. Like two, like two years ago, <laughs> like two or three. <laughs> I think we were doing a music, we were music Mondays, music Mondays at Glidden Lodge, and uh, Ruby and I were playing, and we always, you know, we'd hang out afterwards and have some cocktails and this and that, and we'd always talk about, man, wouldn't it be great? Just let's, we'll just take, do this, but like with a band, and it, yeah. we talked about it and talked about it. You even came up with a name. Well, came up with the name, and Started it was like thinking of songs to play, and so coming out of COVID, I mean, he plays all the time. I'm, I'm obviously not the guy you hire for your band, but I hadn't played. And it was like, all right, are we just going to keep talking about this or are we going to do it? Because like, I need to play some music. So let's freaking do it. And uh, Greg Rotek from Wifey and the Husband and the Dirty Deuce, like he was going to always be involved. And um, we thought about who would play drums and Ben Spottle came up and we just said, yeah, let's try that. And uh, yeah, we just had our debut gig. It was great. I can't wait to do another one. Yeah. Everybody's too freaking busy. We're gonna do like one gig a month this first year, but yeah, that's true. That's what we're going that's for. Right. You guys will get the game. Hey, try right, you know, get yeah, good set. Try having your lead guitarist quit your band uh, on a Monday when you have a gig on yeah, Thursday. Right. Shut up. <laughs> right. Right. That's yeah. sounds like the restaurant business. <laughs> you guys, are, you guys are doing all right. <laughs> but so, what are we playing? What kind of tunes? Oh man. Outlaw, Outlaw Country. We yeah. do a lot of. Um, Ruby has a bunch of albums she did um, in previous years, and we do a few songs off of those albums. What are those albums, Ruby? Oh, there's a lot. I don't know. There Desert was, uh, Rose. Are we doing songs off of Desert, Desert Rose? Desert Rose, Happy Now, Voodoo, Voodoo Queen, Queen, and my old, old stuff from 
my 20s that was really Southern rock, and it that was the Sweetest Sin album. So, yeah, the originals were just kind of using that, and we're just filling in with covers that we dig and that feel fun yeah. and that we can play, you know, for three to four hours with. <laughs> so, Ruby, uh, you know, you said in your 20s, uh, when and where did you get started playing music and and how? Well, I grew up in Los Angeles, and um, I convinced my business uh, minded father that I should drop out of college after two years to take a year off. And uh, dad's here right now. <laughs> Part of your audience tonight. Dad is in studio. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes. <laughs> greatest, Drinking a white club. The greatest decision he ever made was to let his daughter drop out of college for a year. And everyone said he, she won't go back. And he, they were right. Yeah. So I don't know. I was determined because, you know, he is a businessman. So I knew that I had to like, you know, practice for four hours a day. So I started playing Mm -hmm. gigs six months after I started playing guitar. And I had played at this. My first debut was at this very like legendary L.A. spot called Genghis Cone. It's a really weird spot, but it's a great singer songwriter spot. It's actually in the the back of a Chinese restaurant and a lot of great people have played there and it's really, really a cool, cool little hang. I hope they made it through COVID. So anyways, I started doing that. Um, and then I moved to Orlando, Florida. That's a long story, but I moved there in my early twenties and that's where I really started to cut my teeth and, uh, put together my first rock and roll band and, we were sponsored by Budweiser, and I don't know. We thought we were hot shit, and uh, we did that thing. And being sponsored by Budweiser is pretty big. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were on the radio. I mean, I guess I've always kind of thought I was like hot shit in some way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so Even as an old lady, I still think I am. So here we are. <laughs> wait a minute, L.A. to Orlando. L.A. to Orlando. How do you end up in Door County? Then to Austin, Texas, is where I spent most of my like maybe where the real stuff was happening for mm-hmm. forever like that made some cool albums there and um, started coming to Door County in 2007 for Steelbridge Song Steel Fest. Bridge, okay, yeah. And recurring theme here yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> Smurz, have, he and I have recorded together. He played on I Knew, which was uh, Wifey and the Husband. Was little like, classic. That was like the first, the birthing of Wifey. The birthing of Wifey and the yeah. Husband dance. Yeah. Smurz was on the recording. Very yeah. cool. But yeah, so I started coming in 2007, fell in love with Door County and... Um, not exactly sure when I met Zach, but when we were putting together Wifey, Pat McDonald was like, you need to get him to play drums. <laughs> I, I remember this. I remember this clearly. Um, it was at a, a Wednesday a Wednesday music jam at Pooh's that Chris Aaron was hosting. And uh, I remember being there with my little, my little electronic kick drum trigger and my snare drum, like, because you got to tuck into that tiny-ass little stage at Pooh's. And you and Coop were there. And I believe this was right after a steel bridge. I don't remember which one, but that was the night when you guys were like, Hey, we have this killer idea for a band. Um, we've already got a bunch of songs written like with the steel bridge thing and love on holiday. And do you want to play drums? I'm like, sure. Who else is in the band? I'm like, well, we don't know that yet. <laughs> we but, don't know, but... but we got a gig next Thursday. Like, oh, oh, cool, man. Uh, count me in. I think our first gig we played was at the Bayside, huh? 
Oh, that weird gig. I yes. Mean, wasn't uh, <laughs> yes. was it was it the French guy playing guitar? Who was that? Yes, that, that is so freaking weird. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was his name? Olivier. Olivier. Oh yeah. my god, he's one of the best guitar players in Austin. Yeah, he's he incredible. Was smoking, dude. <laughs> what does he do? Go weedly, weedly, wee. That's a French joke. <laughs> he's a sick rockabilly, rockabilly French guitar player. Yes, that's so funny. T T Myth. He was on bass. Yeah, T played bass. Super weird gig. And who was that man? Do we have any horn players then? There Probably was, not. I th- well, Coop, of course, played Coop. the tenor. Um, I don't remember if there were. I don't think there was. I don't I know think was, we had any. Somebody was on keyboards or something though. I forgot we did gigs like that. that yeah, so like, funny. A, was, like a couple. Was I don't think so. V no, wasn't the in French it guy yet. was there. Yeah. No, but was V on then? Because when we played for Kelly's wedding. Mm-hmm. Yep, V was there for Kelly. That was so long ago. They're di- they're they're divorced already. Like, <laughs> shit, man. Oh, <laughs> Freaking bonkers. So so yeah, Ruby and I have been jamming for quite some time here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Zach, I knew Zach was my boy when Zach actually gave me one of the nicest compliments, which is going to be really funny that anybody has ever given me in my life, and I can't remember exactly how it came out. But he said to me something weird because he's like so punk rock. I'm so high maintenance and like fancy and he's so punk rock. So the fact that we like go together like Mutt and Jeff is like pretty great because I get him and his pissy parade and he gets me in my high maintenance, whatever, because actually when I'm being high maintenance, I'm usually pretty right. It's just like I'm usually just pissed off that people are being stupid or sucking. And like I have no tolerance for that. And actually neither does he. So it goes together pretty well. He can usually understand me. But he said to me one day, he says, actually, Ruby, you're pretty fucking punk rock. And I was like, I thought about it for a minute. And I was like, oh, my God, I really am. Underneath all this high maintenance, like fancy, whatever. I am pretty fucking punk rock at the core. And he gets that. And I was like, he pointed it out to me. And I'm like, yep, that's why we go together. Like, shamalama ding dong. We were just just (laughs) discussing, like, the, the correlation between punk rock and country and, like, how country is just pretty... It's pretty punk rock, man. Like, well, the good country, good country, yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's a big difference. We always sure. we always uh, do not include the the modern uh, pop country or banjovi, as I like to call it. <laughs> bro, bro, country, banjovi. That's good. Yeah, yeah, it's just Bon Jovi with banjos. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, what I was saying. And a fiddle. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the worst music I've ever Maybe heard. Maybe a fiddle. Maybe oh, a fiddle. Oh my god. It's a, yeah, it's very mathematic and, 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 you know, it's all gone through a program. But like our whole point was or what I was saying to Dan is like good country music and good punk rock. It's still three chords in the truth. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right, uh-huh. right. However you play it. And I think I think Hank Williams, the third actually brought a whole bunch of that stuff together. Fuck yeah! Man. Am, I, am I wrong? Yeah, <laughs> I'm pointing at Zach like yes, motherfucker. That's exactly what I'm saying, man. Yeah, he does. He does, he does both very well. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, like, yeah. you know, I of feel course, like we could do both. And there's no reason why we shouldn't. You know, I mean, you've got your songs you wrote. I got songs I wrote. And there's absolutely no reason why this band, Sinners and Saints, can't play all of it. Because what's the point of? I mean, why why sequester yourself to a, a single genre of music? Right. Yeah. I mean, amen. Uh, There's actually a band who just got back together that used to play up at Husby's like once a year called Dead Soldiers. Mm. And they ride that line between country and punk that is. Yeah. Like they're one of my favorite bands. 
And I mean, is that the in point, the country? Is that like, the point where you call it rockabilly then? Or yeah, like that's what they call it. But I don't know, man. Yeah. It's it's something. It's something else. It's just people in their element doing what they love. And so yeah, I got really excited because I we went on the Outlaw Country Cruise um, the January before the pandemic because I have a history, a long history of playing with Rosie Flores, who's like a rockabilly legend. Um, mm-hmm. She was brought up by Wanda Jackson. Oh, they were really Jackson, good friends. Yeah. And um, Rosie is definitely like an epic thing. She's about 70 and she's amazing. And she plays guitar like nobody's business. And so Rosie has like taught me a lot. She was definitely the only mentor I feel like I've ever had. But so we went on the Outlook Country Cruise with her. I got to sing in her band. We were on really cool stages, amazing oh, people. Yeah. And I got really fucking inspired. Like yeah. I definitely feel like with Wifey, I love singing soul music. But my roots and my core come from this kind of punk rock outlaw country vibe and so i saw the super suckers for the first time and the bottle rockets yeah so they were kind of the more like um indie bands on there because like lucinda raul uh, shooter jennings these are the headliners um but when i saw the super suckers i almost fucking died they're gonna be be at the lyric room in green bay no shit we keep saying we need to open for them how i wrote to them they didn't write me back so we need to find another angle fair that's fair (laughs) but um but we were hanging with Eddie Spaghetti and Metal Marty was like in the front row at our shows with Rosie because Rosie's like a big deal for people mm-hmm. who know who that is. And I was just like, OK, I want to have a band that can go on the Outlaw Country Cruise. That is still my goal for Sinners and Saints. Like right now, we're just like what? throwing something together. But I want to fucking go on the Outlaw Country what? Cruise. Hey, what, is, cruise. what is the Outlaw Country Cruise? Please explain that. And also me. bring us with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you want to come on it, too. Oh, <laughs> bring the unit on the cruise. Yes. The Outlaw we can Country share a guitarist. <laughs> well, they do. They share everything on that yeah. boat because, you know, so it's a boat. The outlaw con- do you listen to Outlaw Country on Sirius XM? Um, yes, I've heard it. I don't have Sirius XM, but they play it at the garage at Husby's. Okay, so that is like the Outlaw Country Cruise. Six oh, Man puts tunes. it on, and it's mm-hmm. it's bands that are popular on there. Jamie Wyatt is like a solo artist. Um, I don't know who the, who all the rest of the bands were, but it's it's great music. I mean, it's yeah. like the, the the bands that are popular on the Outlaw Country Channel. Mm-hmm go on a cruise together just kind of like you know those other like train has one that they do it's like the same you know but you've got these huge theaters on this boat it's fucking awesome it's like the like the like the p-funk cruises and shit like that right they actually i believe there's there's a punk rock cruise as well that my a band i used to play in i think they they either did it or it got canceled by covid i don't remember but i was kind of laughing with trista how hilarious it would be to buy tickets and go on that cruise and, <laughs> and go see all the guys from my old band, uh, authority zero. I played in this band in Arizona, yeah. did some touring and stuff, but, uh, yeah, the cruise ships though. I don't know, man. I don't so, know if you can get me on a cruise ship. So I never thought I would ever go on one, but I will tell you that if you were playing on one and you got to be drunk every night, you'd be having a glorious time. Oh man, if I was drunk every night, you know, it doesn't really matter what I'm doing. <laughs> You you would like the I would never go on a cruise if I was not going to be playing and I yeah right. and even though as cool as the Outlaw Country Cruise was I was like mm, not sure I could do this again unless I'm going to be a featured artist not a backup singer <laughs> yeah. but if I was featured and we had our band there then it would be really that would great. be pretty cool yeah. yeah 
That's my goal. It's my goal for us. It's still a cruise ship. (laughs) And also, P.S., we were on that cruise when all of a sudden we got on that day. And then the next day, nobody would let us touch anything. And we're like, what's going on? (laughs) They said, oh, well, there's this boat off the coast of Italy that's gone code red. And we don't really know what's happening, but there's some virus on board. And so we're just we're just taking precautions (laughs) right now. And you can't touch anything. And oh, by the way, washy washy, everybody, every corner you turned, somebody had a spray bottle and was washing your hands. Like if we would have freaking known that that was going to be covid. (laughs) I would have oh, jumped off the boat. Oh well, that's the thing too. They don't, they don't let you off the boat. No, no, no. You're, just, no, you're the stuck. Only thing now. Worse than being on and a boat they is started, not being able they started, to get off the boat. They started quarantining people because our other girl in our band had to be quarantined for a night because she started puking. Oh, and they, they would not let her leave her room. So they knew shit we didn't know. See, that'd be my problem oh, there. No. <laughs> I got I get a little seasick. I don't know if you guys know that. Oh, it's no. another thing I get from my dad. Oh. I don't know. They got my, pills for that. Yeah, and right. alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> alcohol helps. Oh my! You just gotta stay drunk the whole time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's my inner ear knows that? the difference, man. It's terrible. <laughs> that's the whole point of cruises, man. Is you gotta stay drunk the whole time. You actually yeah. do. That's why everybody yeah. goes on them. You know? Well, right. Yeah. When I was too sober, it didn't feel that good. I was getting a little seasick too. Yeah. Mm. I just was pissed off when I jumped into the pool and it was salt water. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't expect oh, that coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach. Now it's time to interrogate you about your musical oh, history. Sounds like fun. So uh, I'm, where and when did it start? And Also, I just want to gush a little bit and embarrass you that I... Oh. You're my favorite musician I've ever met. Oh, <laughs> come on, Frank! Oh. I'm blushing. You're you're amazing in everything you do, and well, uh, the feeling is mutual, my friend. Ah, uh, I was, I remember the the first time you came out to my open mic at Waterfront Mary's, and I think we were doing it on the patio that night, and you came and sang fucking Bob Seger, <laughs> and just blew my fucking mind i'm like listen to this guy sing this is incredible did i ever tell you the story about why i learned that song why i was playing uh splitting uh solo gig with this guy kevin johnson at at husby's years and years ago before the new incarnation of the big country unit right and he said that one night he was playing in a band and a woman was like, do you know Night Moves by Bob Seger? Because if you do, I'll suck your cock. Oh. <laughs> well, did he, did he? So I learned it the next day. <laughs> did you find him again? <laughs> no, man. That's ridiculous. I hope he listens, though, because he'll love it. <laughs> he's married. He's got kids. But he didn't know it. But that was, that was the funny joke. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going to learn Night Moves. Shit. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I did not No, I did not know that story That's a good story, Frank <laughs> It's, it's work, a great it's, story <laughs> You know what? He wasn't wrong man. It's what, Yeah, yeah <laughs> right that, that's, why, that's why Night Moves is always the encore huh? <laughs> Yeah, usually <laughs> but I'm like, I have to re- spend the whole show remembering the chords to the transition Oh, man oh, the bridge. <laughs> Hey, tell me about it Hey, can I listen to that recording, by the way, later? <laughs> oh, yeah that, Actually, the, the rec- from Friday, that it sounds pretty good, man. Faker way through that one pretty good. I always mess up the middle of that song. Yeah, too, dude. Man. Actually, like, we listened to uh, we listened to the version of Leopard Skin Pillbox Hat we played, and Smurz was right to describe some of your licks as like it was Steve Oh, dude. Vaughan. Yeah, oh, come on, that's no, fucking amazing. Yeah, I'll play it for you after this, man. No, oh yeah, like, the tone is like totally like that's, Steve that's, Ray. It's that Strat, it's man. Beautiful. Yeah, 
But anyway. It's that strat that band bought me. Let's, are we talking about those guys? <laughs> if you want to. I'm happy to talk about whatever you want. Well, I mean, if we're going to talk about like the actual start of like actually having a music career. Yeah. Um, probably go back to like 1994. So I'm <laughs> 14, a freshman in high school. And uh, the guy calls me up and is like, hey, you know, like, I met this guy and he's looking for a bass player and a drummer. And he's like, I know you play drums. Like, you want to come meet this dude? And I'm like, okay. So we went over, he brought me over to Jim Peters' place. And uh, the name of the band was Steel Rusty. And the original members were uh, Jim and Bob Peters. They were brothers. Uh, Jimmy Steele and Rusty Bob, they called him Steel Rusty. And it was his uh, Jim would play guitar and sing, and his brother Bob would play the bass, and they would just have a drum machine. Well, and then Bob had uh, gotten diagnosed with a brain tumor, and he wasn't doing so good. And then somehow, uh, Buckwheat, we call him, he's the guy, he's the bass player guy, um, actually still is the sound man for Spice, when I, the band I play in with my dad now. Oh, cool. You've known and, him since uh, you were 14? I've known him since I was 12. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you remember Buckwheat. He I did sound Buckwheat. for you that time at Simcoe. Yeah. And you, yeah. you loved it. <laughs> we, we made up. It's you, okay. You loved it so much. We made up. <laughs> Anyways. So Buckwheat brings me over and introduces me to Jim and Bob. And Bob's like laying on the couch with a freaking bandage around his head from whatever. And uh, we jammed out. Just I mean, it was country music. And strangely enough, it was a solid handful of songs that Ruby picked to play in Sinners and Saints as covers. And she had no idea that I had been playing songs like... Uh, <laughs> Put all these songs together like, like that I thought would be great for him. And he's like, I'm, dude, I've been playing these songs for years. I'm like, what? Yeah, like <laughs> Kentucky Headhunters and like, uh, uh, what the hell's... Um, freaking Streets of Bakersfield, man. That's, I mean, oh, that's hell yeah. way yeah, yeah. the fuck back. And... Um, I mean, yeah, and Dwight Yoakam. Um, what else we got in there? We're doing shit. All in Chain. Yeah, I soul, just sent you social another distortion one. and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, 14 yeah. years old, I pick up this gig drumming in a band. and uh, Which, by the way, that's where I learned how to do uh, this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, anybody like to participate with me in this here team drink, oh, please. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. We need, we need a, please take your bottles, glasses, or cans. Hold on. We don't have any more bitters, Dan, so uh -oh. you have to have a white claw. <laughs> We're out of bitters, Dan. You can't do any more shots. <laughs> you like to participate with me in this here team drink. Put them up so we can put them down on the count of three. Shout out with me. It's a team drink. One, two, three. Team, team drink. drink. <laughs> yes. Mm. And that is where I learned the team drink. When um, you were 14? When I was 14 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's okay. And it's no, okay it's, now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is that? A statute of limitations or something? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm 41, man. You can't bust me for drinking when I was 14 anymore. <laughs> right. Hey, when, I, when I was 14 at a par family party, a cousin hands me a beer and goes, how old are you? I go, 14. She just said, <laughs> old enough to start. So absolutely. <laughs> that was when I got the drunkest I ever did in my life on rum. And when 14? I was 14, 14. Yeah. I didn't oh, drink, I couldn't drink right rum. <laughs> dad, dad had no idea. Mom knew you could talk to her about that later. <laughs> Mom knew 14 knew wasted. <laughs> so that's how it gets started, Zach. And where does yeah. it go from there? 
Well, it's I mean, you know, you start gigging out at, at 14, getting paid 100 bucks a gig. It's like, mm. shit, dude, I know what I'm going to do forever. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. School. Yeah, let's do school. How about let's play music and make money. Let's do that. Uh, yeah, and it was and I did well, whatever. It was great. My folks were really cool about it. Um, let me get out of the house and shit. And then, I mean, I literally played in that band until I turned 21. And it's like, oh, wait, I'm going to. Now I can like just go to the bar and drink, <laughs> but I mean you know we've, yes. we, we've had a, we've had a couple of little reunion things since then. And, you know, like I said, Buckwheat, uh, Mark Seidel, Waldo, they know him uh, south of Kiwani. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like I've known him more than half of my life, and uh, he's still he does sound. Well, actually, now we've got him playing bass um, in the Spice Band. Um, original members from 1964. Cool. Um, my dad's in there. I get to play drums in a band with my dad. Oh, that's it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. And uh, so Buckwheat's filling in for our bass player. Um, he just he had a back surgery and is recovering, and uh, probably isn't going to be good to go for our first show July 10th, which is Belgian Days in Brussels. Ooh. Yeah, that'll Plug be that shit. First yeah. show of the season, Spice Band. Um, yeah, Buckwheat will be on bass now, and he's doing fine. We've been rehearsing a lot, and. Um, that's that band. And then Sinners and Saints doing that. Um, I also fill in on bass sometimes with Dirty Deuce when Rotec can't make it. Mm -hmm. um, played with them for a while. Actually did two of their albums, last two of their albums. Those fuckers rock, um, man. Engineered and produced. And yeah, they're freaking amazing. <laughs> We're covering a Dirty Deuce song. We, I'm so excited. Except Rob really do. wants me to sing it. Rob wants me to sing it. Which, yeah. which one? Juice oh. Bag. Juice Bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. It's, 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 got, it's my number one favorite Dirty Deuce song. I can't help it. It's a fantastic tune. Um, look, I look love it up. Rob Atwood. I got liquor for him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Deuce, yeah, I do that. And then uh, another band, believe it or not, that uh, Buckwheat again is the sound guy for this band, but he also plays fiddle in this band. Um, Stone Sober. Oh, yeah. It's You've heard of these guys, right? Uh, Ryan Gustafson mm -hmm. is, is fronting the thing. And then J.R. Birmingham, who actually was a drummer in Steel Rusty when I switched to guitar in like 96. Evan, I think I don't know when that happened, but we picked. And my dad also played in a band with Jr. The Birmingham Country Show, Spike Birmingham, Candy Birmingham, Donnie Birmingham. So Ryan and Donnie were best friends for like like childhood friends and shit. Sounds like the Osmonds. And it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's well, it's not very Osmondy. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're cousins, first and second cousins. Ryan Gustafson and Lee Claflin is Lee Claflin is on bass, and they're they're from Little Sturgeon, and apparently it's a common thing in Little Sturgeon to have a first and second cousin be the same exact person. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I see. Can I just say that I hate a fiddle and a banjo? I'm sorry, but I hate them That's, both. Oh, you oh. Hate, hate, hate them both. You Hater. just raise a point of contention. Sorry, Haters honey. gonna hate, lady. <laughs> sorry, I can't. I can be swayed with a fiddle every once in a while, but I hate a fiddle and a banjo. Sorry. Well, we got no, got no banjos, and you know we only really do like the four or five fiddle songs, and it's fun. Cause it's uh, buckwheat jumps up on tables and shit, and 
saws away on the thing. It's great. Well, I do like jumping on tables. So yeah, it's cool. very, it's pretty entertaining. Ooh. I have no oh, idea no. what's going on right now. Is it oh, still working? Yeah, no, the head. It's just oh. the headphones. It's just the headphones. Now we're good. There it is. Oh. Leave it to you. <laughs> you need some gaff tape. We got some gaff tape. Oh. 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 There we go. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. This I know it's nice to know that Billy's hanging out, fucking everything up for us. <laughs> Billy. Billy. Triple it. Yeah. Billy, triple it. Yeah, gotta gotta mention Billy. A shout out to Billy. Yeah. Shout out for Billy. <laughs> Billy Triplet. He gets a shout out on almost every one of these podcasts too. Just like Steel Bridge and Pat Billy McDonald. And Chris. And all that yep. shit. Man, well, what? Well, when you're legendary, I mean, it's well, yeah. legendary. And Chris, yeah, and Chris right. Aaron. Fuck's sake, yeah, I played shit, man. That's right. I played with the Chris. I played with Chris Aaron and from like. 2001 to 2002. So yeah. Chris Aaron is the reason I came to Steelbridge in the first place. He found me during the MySpace days. No shit. MySpace. MySpace. Way to date yourself. Okay. MySpace. <laughs> Please expound upon this. Uh, I liked MySpace. I had a MySpace page. Well, I did come in 2007. MySpace was raging at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris Aaron... I had like flaming red hair with like a Marilyn Monroe curl style do and a black leather jacket. Yeah, I remember that. Actually, Miss Sixties brand, which is pretty hot. And my handle on there said, uh, I'm Ruby James, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Sweetest Sin was Perfect. probably on the profile, which we've yeah. I've revamped here now for Sinners and Saints because it was a good song. Yeah. And yeah, Chris Aaron found me and... Uh, Invited me to Steelbridge. He wanted to like make an album together, and it was because I was just rootsy bluesy rock and roll, which was his jam. And mm-hmm. yeah. we became buds. And yeah, um, yeah. I think it was uh, at Bayside Open Mic. I met you before. I think it was either before Steelbridge or before Love Songs. Wait, like, love songs. was like that Tef- Teflon Groove King? Yeah, yeah. Was that with the Groove King? Was no, no. Around? This, this, no. This was just Teflon doing open mic then. Oh, okay. Yeah. There God, was, I don't yeah. remember so many things. But, I burned uh, too many brains. Yeah, no. I. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was at an open mic there. <laughs> I think Groove King yeah. taught me everything I know about hosting an open mic. Yeah. Well, Holy shit, dude! Those were the days, man. That was but, the heydays. Bayside was By awesome. The way, we, we can pause it for a second and try to figure out this headphones thing. <laughs> what the hell is going on? It's is just it the, just the headphones? We, yeah, no, it's, it's this the, little plug here yeah. that the I got. The microphones are fine, but it's just the yeah. headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. not coming in. Because, I mean, we could just take the fucking headphones short, off. And short just pause chat. for a word from our sponsor. <laughs> we don't have a sponsor. <laughs> no, see, that should be good. Fine. It's fine. I just want to say to anybody listening that um, if you don't, know Frank that well. He's a very sensitive guy because he brought me my own beautiful bottle of um, Pinot Rosé tonight. Zach has Jaeger bombs, but yeah. I have Pinot Rosé in a beautiful big wine glass, so thank you, Frank. Yeah, we try to keep all of our guests here on laying it on thick happy. Yeah, Frank Maloney definitely lays it on thick. Frank and, Maloney and that's a is a sensitive fellow. That's a regular size bottle of Jaegermeister. That's not just, that's not the little guy. I'm that's, not fucking no, around, man. I want, you to, I want you to start spouting out some truth. Truth. Well, so. if, we, if, we, if Zach finishes that bottle, we're going to be in trouble. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, everybody's hey man, gonna I'm, be, I'm down. I'm down we're to be a four-hour podcast. Could <laughs> <laughs> be bad. And if then I a hospital it, visit. If I take it to the nose. <laughs> no, no, no. You know that's a funny story no, too. Because no, no. really, the very last, the very last day of tour uh, with when I was with Authority Zero and we were on our European tour. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. But the, <laughs> the very last show it was this festival in Bacon, Belgium. 
apparently was the name of this town. Or so the bartender says. Um, Bacon, Belgium. Belgium, yes. We were in Belgium and playing a raw a festival. And I was super fucking stoked because one of the headliners was a Wilhelm Scream. And it was bitching to see those guys play live. Hell Holy yeah. shit. Lightning. It's just crazy. So after our set and everything, and I'm like, this is it. This was my last show. I'm never going to play with this fucking band again. <laughs> and it's great. And so me and the singer, Jason DeVore, we're sitting downstairs in the bar in the, the, the lounge area for the bands and shit. It was just us and the bartender. And this Belgian bartender guy, I mean, he's speaking English. It's really good English. His name was Bart, which apparently that's what they call people named Zach in Belgium. I don't get it. <laughs> Bart. It doesn't make any sense. I'm going to call you Bart from now on. Any fucking sense at all. Bart, Bart Vogel here. On Bart the- Vogel on the guitar. Uh, danke, no danke. <laughs> So anyway, we're sitting there with the bartender. We're talking. They had the Jägermeister machine, and the, but they had like these test tube shot things for, <laughs> to, oh, yeah. to do Jägermeister. And I'm, we're talking about how Jägermeister is different in America. And his his friend, he had to take his friend to the hospital. He was going to the hospital on Jäger. He was that's. I had to take my friend to the hospital. He had eight shots of Jägermeister. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm from. <laughs> do you do you know Wisconsin? Do you know where that is? <laughs> and. Uh, like I'll do I'll do a dozen of those fuckers standing on my head. Like, let's yeah. do it. Like, let's go. And before I could even change my mind or anyone could talk me out of it, here this fucker's got the whole tray with a dozen test tube shots all <laughs> filled up, ready to go. Like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Well, let's do it. Fuck there it. There you go. And it's odd. I have a video of this. I'll find it and post it. It's on an old camera, like an SD card or something. Yeah. Um, the whole European tour is on there. It's great because we got um. We got Jason laying on a freaking, laying on a rail, and Big Ben is his freaking wiener. It's funny, yeah. <laughs> all kinds of hilarious pictures from the European trip. Big Ben. Awesome. We we had a good time. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that's authorityzero.com. I mean, authority. You can you can look them up. Their new album is is fantastic. I was yeah. just listening to it last night. Believe it or not, because I you know Dally's the drummer now. Chris Dally. I met him when we were touring. We were on a tour with. Um, the Voodoo Glow Skulls. He was drumming for the Voodoo Glow Skulls at the time, and we were on tour with them. And uh, we got to know each other and actually became pretty decent friends. He'd come into town into Tempe, where I was living at the time, call me up. What's up, man? Let's go have a drink. Like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Go on the Stray Cat, fuck off, and have drinks and play pool and talk bullshit. And he's an amazing fucking drummer, by the way, Chris Daly, this guy. And now he's he's the drummer in Authority Zero now. And that just is like, oh, oh, man. Like, I'd have loved to have been in a band with that guy. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, and one of our old merch guys, Mike Sparrow, is the bass player now. Mike Mike Sparrow. What a fucking great name. Captain Mike Sparrow. Captain Jack Sparrow. S-P-E-R-R-O. Yeah, Mike Sparrow. He's another fantastic fucking dude. Just totally rocks. And then uh, I'm not... I'm not certain who the new guitar player is, to be honest. I think his name is Eric. I could be wrong. Uh-huh. So how many members are still left for when you were in the band? Uh, Jason. Just the one. You, you can actually... It's funny because the original guitar player, Bill Marks, like the dude that I knew in the band before I was in the band, yeah. Yeah. the guy who quit the band and then I joined the band. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and, um, but he just recently, like a month ago, posted, if you go on Wikipedia, look for the Authority Zero page for Wikipedia, there's actually a graph with the timelines of the various members oh, of the band. Yeah, yeah. And right at the top is Jason DeVore, the singer. And this, this dude's 
fucking ridiculous if you've never seen him perform live. He's just over the top all the time. Solid red line the whole way from mm-hmm. like 1990 fucking four whenever they started all the way to the present. Solid. That is the only solid line. And it's just it's all there's so many different members of this band all the time. And I'm yeah. I'm happy. I actually got to record an album with them. Yeah. So I actually Which I, album were you on? That would be Stories of Survival. Yeah. I did that one and this I got to work with Ryan Green as an engineer. Fucking brilliant this guy is. He did all like the bad religion, no effects. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He did the decline, uh punk and trouble. He's got to frick, you know, it was, it was great work. I learned a lot of shit from this dude about guitars and recording and crap. Um and that's yeah, what a great experience, yeah. huh? What do you what do what do you think is that what's the difference between bands like Authority Zero where you had like probably like a dozen members go in and out of that compared to the bands that like have the longevity to stay together for 30 years, you know, and like like why what made that happen? Like, I I totally understand how how difficult it can be to coexist as a group. So, you know, it was different for me cuz at the time I was in the band, it was still the original drummer, the original singer, the original bass player. And then I was in there and it was like, well, I don't get, you know, I don't, I didn't grow up with you guys. I didn't get the history that you guys have together, this and that. I know you guys have been touring and doing all this shit for fuck since I've been playing music, yeah. you know? And I, it's, it was different for me. It was yeah. strange. Cause so, so you were the first new member to like be traded into the band then? Um, not exactly. Um, I think before some one of the well, at one time they had two guitar players. Yeah. Brian Sandell was actually one of the guitar players as well. So they were uh, that would have made him a five piece, I think. But then they just went back to just having one guitar player. And then Bill was, you know, he's he had a wife and kids and shit. Was like, dude, I can't do this tour shit anymore. Yeah. I'm leaving the band. Call up old Zach V. Hey man, come and try out. Well, the bass player had uh, had quit. Uh, Jeremy Wood was the bass player. And then they picked up a uh, dude I used to jam with, uh, DJ, Dean Farmer, Dean Ferris Farmer, the third. Motherfucker runs <laughs> marathons. And um, they picked him up, and he's the one who actually called me and was like, hey, Bill, just quit. You should learn all of these songs and come back to Arizona. I'm like, okay, dude, yeah, I'll fucking be in another band. We were in a band called Stoked. That was the first band I joined in, in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And we did one album, and then kaput. Yeah. And... And then so DJ hooked up with authorities here. They calls me, get on over here. I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to tour with DJ. And then I think we did like one tour with DJ and then he quit. And then I'm like, oh, well, now what? <laughs> there goes my buddy. Damn it. And <laughs> I mean, I think that we bands did stay together for a long time. Like my current obsession is Blackberry Smoke. My, mm-hmm. hu- my husband actually turned me on to Blackberry Smoke, which I think is super cute. That's the thing we share in common is like love of music. But like he loves Southern rock and rock and roll bands. And he turned me on to Blackberry Smoke and I am obsessed with them, like completely obsessed with Blackberry Smoke. If I could be anything in life, that's all I want to be right now, because they are a Southern rock band that writes mega hits. I'm a so, fan. I'm a, you made me a fan of that band. We made you a fan. You we made, made me Melanie a fan. Jane a fan. We have made so many, a couple of two cool first school kids Blackberry fans. Smoke. Blackberry oh, Smoke. Awesome. Blackberry yeah. Smoke is my greatest fucking obsession. What's the one we do? Six Ways to Sunday. Six That's Ways the one to we Sunday. Do. Tell them they should. They should. They uh, don't play that at their shows. They should be jealous that we're playing their song. Yeah, they should. <laughs> Charlie Starr is a rock star, and um, they used to be on the Outlaw Country Cruise until we went on it, and now they're like too. Their their audiences are too big because they're 
they're like too, they're like stuck in this very strange world where they're too big for outlaw country, but they're not cheesy country. Mm. But they're very pop driven, so they have the like mega hits, and yeah. they're very good. That's interesting. I'm not, I have not heard them. Oh what, God, what? Frank. Oh, check, check them out. out. I have to look them up. Yeah, I mean, that, the, I wrote them down. You know, another one that I didn't really think I'd ever get into that you kind of like, like check this song out, and it's. Uh, I know he does that uh, the Tennessee whiskey song or whatever the hell. Chris Stapleton. Chris, Chris fucking yes. Stapleton. We're covering Arkansas, which Holy is one of his crap. current hits, and I fucking we like everybody in the band loves that song so much. We're just yeah. like, yeah. Oh, it's grindy. It's driving. It's, I have a lot of fun, <laughs> a shitload of fun playing that song, man. And and thank God he didn't know it when I presented it because I was like, I'm gonna sing this one. <laughs> I'm gonna sing this one. Yeah, and Ruby sings. It. That's the best part, man. It's like, yeah. So. But everybody wants to sing it because it's really good. But I'm glad he didn't know it. So it wasn't a fight. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this one. Thank you. It's karaoke tonight at the Sister Bay Bowl. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I think we have a band. We have a four piece yeah. band. Oh, no <laughs> shit. Right here. You need, yeah. I think we got it, man, for sure. Who plays bass? You I'll, play bass? I could probably play oh, bass. No, see, it's not open mic, it's karaoke. And that's oh, where I had to remind oh. people when it's open mic that this isn't karaoke. Oh, it's open yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. right. <laughs> wow, that's funny. You never have to tell someone, sorry, dude, this is karaoke, not an open mic. <laughs> hey, fuck you, dude. Yeah, yeah fuck you, dude. We got our guitars in the car and we're ready to jam, I had, motherfucker. I, I had to tell at least two people that on Monday night. That's hilarious. It's ridiculous. Hey, I brought my guitar. Dude, it's karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Oh man, this is going better than anything. This is great. Maybe we uh, should do this like every week just for fun. Why not? <laughs> I do want to. Um, um, uh, we're obviously going to talk a little bit more, but why not plug again the date for your gig? At oh yeah, the Sinners and Saints. We've talked yeah. about so many things. Yeah. At Husby's Sinners and Saints at Husby's Garage. Um. That yeah, it's definitely the twenty fifth. Yeah. Next Friday. You betcha. Eight to eleven. You betcha. Wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna try to get this podcast out in a couple days, yeah. so it'll be okay. uh, Friday, June twenty five. Yes. Yeah. Two thousand to eleven. Yeah. I will be there. Post. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. I'll be there. Are you gonna be there? Crippled and all. I'll be there. Oh my god, you're gonna see us play before I see you play. I'm so nervous. I just got nervous. Frank, nothing makes me nervous, but that just made me a little nervous. You should be nervous of Frank. I wouldn't be nervous. (laughs) Hey, fuck you, Zach. (laughs) Nothing makes me nervous. Oh, I know, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) But I am, I'm nervous of Frank, but I wanna do a co bill. You haven't you you no, haven't heard, you haven't heard the unit? No. Oh, dude. Okay, now I get dude, it. Dude, yeah. I just I didn't know that. I, I don't know. know. I don't know what I have to be nervous of. Man, there's a reason it's called the Big Country Unit. Yeah, it's it is the greatest cur- band name ever. <laughs> it, it really is, and and it's Big Country Unit. But love it, like, and I had to I have to explain to people sometimes when they're advertising like when we're playing at their place i go no it's not the it's his because that's the only way that the joke works (laughs) there you have it it's not the it's his it's his you know you have this theme going on right now you know like you know his big country unit and then now carlin changing the name of the jerk dogs to jerk franks (laughs) five Five dollar jerk franks Only five bucks? What a steal. It's just five bucks to jerk Frank. (laughs) 
We were joking today that like I'd be sitting there with my dick hanging through a box and just go like, please, not no one else. <laughs> this is starting to hurt. Oh my god. It'd always be that old lady that would get in line twice, I'm sure. <laughs> I remember back in my day. I could do three of these at once. Just pops her teeth out. <laughs> we'll bring Mumsy. My mom will be excited. Oh, man. I, I hear she used to be pretty. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no, my mom. That's, that's an inside, that's joke. An inside yeah. joke. Mumsy. Me a video so, mom. yes, Mumsy was <laughs> listening to me practice because I was like, listen, I have to practice right now and you're here at my house. So I'm just going to get to it. So I'm practicing all the songs, you know, because it was our first gig. And there came the Super Suckers, which is my favorite band. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm playing, you know, I'm playing along. Used to be pretty. I used to be pretty. She used, she used to be pretty, but now she's just pretty fucked up. So yeah. all of a sudden, my mother, who's very naughty from California, back in the days of the <laughs> 60s in L.A. and whatever, in Palm Springs. And now she's like pole dancing to herself and singing, <laughs> I used to be pretty, but now I'm just pretty fucked up. <laughs> so I sent the video to Zach yeah, and he was like, I don't even like, know what to say. She's doing like a fully clothed burlesque thing. And saying, <laughs> it's something. It's something. <laughs> I used to be pretty, but now I'm just pretty fucked up. <laughs> I mean, it's so poignant. I can't even take it. She like, even does like, like the hair flip. <laughs> does the little hair flip thing. Oh, oh fuck my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> my dad's over here just cringing in the corner. He can't even take this whole experience, but he's trooping, he's trooping it out. He's just yeah. looking at his phone like, I'm not hearing this. I'm not really, I'm not hearing, I'm not really hearing any of this at all. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who didn't hear, he said he's hearing it all. <laughs> I am his daughter. He has lived with me for 45 years. Did I just say that? I'm 45. Well, OMG. <laughs> You're his daughter, so <laughs> obviously part of you came from him. So <laughs> yes. He's responsible. Yeah. He's partially. You know, I love to say about my parents that my first word in life was not mommy or daddy. It was fuck. And so, you know what I have to say about that is fuck that because that was not my problem. Like, that was one of their problems. And they, yeah. they set that up. So, my first word was fuck. And so, thank you for making me a little bit punk rock, dad. Because that is a little bit punk rock. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I see. Solomon Lindenberg just tweeted something I thought was really funny. What was that? Um, it was... <laughs> <laughs> a, a child is just cum that you adopted as a pet. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous, man. Sally, what are you doing, Sally? Pretty funny, man. <laughs> Jesus. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, we've gone pretty far off the rails. <laughs> we've gone way off the rails, so. You know, yeah, Thank right. You. Well, like the group, like the Groove King said, man, when you're talking about making music or whatever. It's okay, it's okay if you go off on a tangent. It's okay if you go and take a little adventure as long as the train makes it back to the station house. <laughs> and hey, man. And hey, if anybody made it this far with us, then I just want to tell them that, you know, Sinners and Saints is a band that's happening 
and it's gonna be pretty fucking badass and uh this is our first year so we're just doing a gig a month but next year we're gonna do a lot cooler things and we're gonna go on the outlaw country cruise someday and we're gonna pay it fish stock because i just saw that room and i'm into it yeah where we are here yeah this is the first i mean i i've been to a, a few a handful of shows here i used to work at the bayside back in 2000 and wow what a year that was and uh Came to a bunch of shows here at fucking Camp David, right? What do we call this? Fish Stock, Fish Camp stack, David, yep. Camp D, the Door County Farmhouse. Well, yeah. It used to be the undisclosed podcast <laughs> location, but now we're... Oh, am I a dick? Did I just... <laughs> like, just is the cat, no. is the cat out of the bag? I'm just fucking with you, man. Did I, just, did I just wreck your whole fucking life, man? Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We should sing another little song. Oh, we should do the little song. closing number too. What's that? How did it go? Uh, we had a little song when we started. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, we did it with something about. Uh, do, do, do. Okay, we'll get there when oh, we get that's there. Right. We'll get there when Frickin we get there. Circus time. Yeehaw. <laughs> Juice but bag. yeah, you're talking about playing play. at this venue. Yeah. It's freaking dope. Oh, yeah. So Ruby had never been here. I'd been here. I knew it was dope. Man, the stage, the yeah. sound, the lighting, everything that is done here is top notch and a great place to party. Oh, man. That. Always fun. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I literally grew up right down the road. Like, it's brilliant. Like, you know, I was coming here like 12, 13 years old, just following the music down the road, you know, mm. like, oh, where's that coming from? Oh, that sounds great. Why man. can't oh, man. we do like a awesome. private party here sometime? Well, there's there's private parties here all the time. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Maybe we that. should do one of those. This goes out to the public. <laughs> all kinds of privateness. <laughs> this one goes out to don't, the don't private stop public. By. This, is, this is a private party mm-hmm. right here. We are having a pretty fucking good time. Yeah, I'm know. having a blast, man. Frank, I hope thanks. we get to do this Thank again. You. This is great. No, I, I mean, obviously, anytime you want to do this, uh, <laughs> Layla, <laughs> we are we are actually funny enough. We're uh, we have an interview with Dave and Steve Elman. Oh, um, who run Camp David and Fishstock coming out just a couple days before? Because, like I said, we're gonna push this out as soon as possible so we can. Advertise your show on the show, June, the 25th. June 25th. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. That's at a Friday. garage. At June 25th Husby's at Husby's 8 Saints. to 11. June 25th, Husby's Sinners 8 to 11. James <laughs> and Zach Vogel. <laughs> Thank you so much <laughs> for coming on. Let's to all just our talk over parlor. each other. <laughs> yeah, that was no, <laughs> seriously. Let's do what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, what's up? We can't hear anything because you both are talking. Stop it. That was magical. Let Frank and his unit talk. <laughs> my unit can't talk. <laughs> now, my God, that would be... Sinners and Saints, June 25th at Husby's Garage Bar. Be there or else be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Adios, muchachos. Bye. Bye.